I'm gonna keep it a buck. I don't know what episode this is. But in the title, it's gonna tell you what episode it is. We gonna rock with that. So we back with another episode of Hansie's Growth. Been a minute, I took a break. But y'all don't know that because I upload weekly. <laughs> Today's episode, we gonna talk about belief and power. You would be surprised on how these conversations go be held, but I think y'all gonna find some real value in this one. At the end of the day, I want all y'all to be better versions of yourself, and the only thing I'm doing is just giving y'all the information y'all need to get yourself to that next level if you feel stumped. We all about life progression and growth over here. So, that being said, I have a guest. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Khadijah, first time guest. Tell me about yourself. Um, I don't have to go to the military, but tell us about your goals. You know, what, what you about? Let's see. Um, honestly, when I think of my goals, I just think of myself living in a tiny house in a forest, maybe with a cat or three, and then a van that's actually a house, so I can drive around the country. But yeah, nice. really it. You in school? Yeah, I go to Arizona State University. It's online, of course, but yeah, I'm studying supply chain management. Ooh. Yep, that's my third major switch. <laughs> third major, what was the first two? The first one was business admin and I don't really like administration stuff. So then I went to business management, but I felt like that was too broad. So then I specialized and went down to supply chain. Mm. Okay. Okay. We like to hear that. Okay. <laughs> How you liking it so far? It's pretty cool. I haven't gotten into like the core um, subjects yet, so I don't, exactly know what it's gonna be like so i still have the chance to change my major again if i want to but i like i like school and it's pretty tough to do sometimes but i don't know learning's kind of nice yeah how big are you on self-education i think it's really important and then on top of that you don't have to like put a lot of pressure on it to be official or whatever if it's even just picking up a book and reading it or like asking yourself just questions that are on your mind like the other day i was like do fish drink water and i just look it up just go read it read about it learn something you know but i'm not gonna ask do fish drink water yeah they do drink water <laughs> through their um gills and there's a lot of like filtration process especially for like saltwater fish yeah blah blah, blah. something involves a lot of pee blah 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 fish <laughs> what see look at that you learning something new every day i did not know that fish drunk water yeah i didn't think about it either i was just like they're in water all the time so would they need to drink water turns out no. they do yeah what so can a fish die of dehydration well i mean you wouldn't hold a fish on dry land without water would you well that's how they get oxygen from drinking water technically wait so i mean as long as you keep a fish wet above water. Well, they're still in water. 
oh, you're trying to say like if they don't drink the water, but I don't think it's possible for them not to drink the water. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine training a fish not to drink water. Yeah, I don't think it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know, that's crazy. I didn't know that. It's like not something you just like sit and think about. It's like who cares, you know? It's like them deep shower thoughts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that. So, when I was thinking about the topic, belief in power, right? I want to ask you something, right? Mm-hmm. Money. Do you say how do you, how do you feel about money? Money. It's such a, I don't know, it's like a complicated issue. Because, like, a lot of people, you always hear money don't buy happiness, blah, blah, blah. But I'll tell you, if I was crying in my Ferrari and throwing myself all over my mansion, I'd be a lot happier than uh, crying on the bus. I'll say that. (laughs) Like, a lot of the problems that people have could be solved with a lot of money. And yeah, it's not necessarily going to be the only thing that makes you happy, but it could be a great part of what does. And like, I used to be very weird about money, I guess, like terrified I'd spend too much or not save enough. But then at the end of the day, I every time I make a bad purchase, not necessarily bad, but I splurge, I'm just like, well, I'm going to die, so might as well <laughs> spend it now. But I make sure I don't go, like, overboard. I still save and whatever, but I'm not... I don't get hung up over losing money or hung up over spending money anymore, which I feel is really freeing. Um, But a lot of people don't have that privilege, you know? So uh, it's a complex issue. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So why do you think that might be for people to have that type of mentality when it comes to money like what does money have over you to make you feel that way because money runs the world i mean you need money to survive you know no matter how you look at it like you gotta buy food you gotta pay for somewhere to live you gotta that's how you get water whatever like and then the world is getting that much more expensive and a lot of people don't even have savings like life savings or retirement that they can fall back on so it gets it's the whole relationship with money is getting probably worse because it's getting more expensive harder to come by and when you're out of money the fall is just it's terrible so yeah now for those of y'all who's listening it's not that important that y'all see what's in my hand but i want i want to ask you what's in my hand All right, so it's an empty water bottle. This empty water bottle is worth a hundred thousand dollars. Why do you stand this? Does it matter who stand it? <laughs> Are you talking literally? Or? I'm telling you that this. I'm telling you. Oh, okay, okay. That this bottle is worth a hundred thousand. Just the empty bottle, like there's no water in it. I mean, is there water in here? I, I don't know. I wouldn't drink that. I wouldn't buy that for $100,000. But you see that. Is there water in here? Hardly. There's a few <laughs> droplets. Okay. So it's an empty water bottle with little droplets in it. I'm telling you.
telling you this is worth a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, okay. Do you believe me? Are you trying to NFT me? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. No, I wouldn't believe you. Why not? First of all, well, because I know how this water tastes. Okay, nobody can buy this for a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> okay. Um, but there is. I mean, if the packaging was different and I didn't know the water, maybe I could believe you because there's a lot of outrageously priced things that make me think again. But unfortunately, this water bottle says low sodium, so I know there's no way it's worth $100,000. What's this in my hand? A Katari Rio. All right. I think. It is. Okay. It is. How much do you think this is worth? In U.S. dollars? Yeah. Damn, I can't remember. I looked this up so many times. I think mm, 33 cents? 33 cents. Something like that. Who knows? Yeah, I know one Katari Real. Well, $3. Something like that. I don't know. Currency, whatever. Now, when we're looking at a dollar, right? Who told you that a dollar is worth a dollar? Society, man. If you're trying to get into about how money is just a construct, oh yeah, I fully believe that. Okay, honestly, if we could go back to the bartering system, that'd be great. But then it gets complicated. Like, you need some cheese and you have a goat. But the person who wants the goat doesn't have any cheese. But the person who has the cheese has something the person who wants the goat has. It gets complicated. I get it. I get it. And money is just a construct. Like, I think we should implement a universal basic income just to, like, help people out. But, yeah, society tells me it's worth that. I mean, no. See, and I'm glad, like, you understand and you know about, you know, the body system, the, uh, the trading, you know, stuff like that. It goes into, you know, one... Like, in a sense, like, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Because, you know, going back to what you talked about with NFTs, let's bring it up to speed a little bit. You know, a lot of people that talk about NFTs, you know, people are seeing NFTs for, like, you know, $50,000, $100,000. You see it in the news all the time. Some dude spent $3 million on an NFT. Crazy. Like, what? Mm -hmm. But why do you think that these people are buying these items at that price exclusivity i think like just because they can because honestly it might be i'm not a an expert or anything i don't know anything about nfs nfts other than it's like usually some ugly monkey worth a lot of money like i don't understand how you can buy an image it's funny because they always like steal it by right clicking and copying it so it's just like, it seems like a waste of money to me, but that's just me. I mean, I buy cryptocurrency. I don't understand that at all. I'm just hoping I make some money on it, you know? I could help you. I, I got foundation in cryptocurrency and I could educate you. Because in my opinion, cryptocurrency has a little bit more use than NFTs, but the, yeah, when it comes enough. to utility. In terms of the whole cryptoverse, we, we focus on my side of the spectrum. I focus more on utility. What is the actual purpose and use for this? If I have a 
I'm gonna use one of my own. If I have two Matic coins, right? What can these Matic coins do? How can I leverage these Matic coins? How can I leverage these two coins to make me more money? Looking at the crypto market as the stock market is two totally different worlds. You know. But I can say this though. When you have something that is that has some sort of value and you pay, you know, you say, I think this is worth twenty dollars, and another person says it's only worth fifteen. The reason why you said it was worth twenty dollars is because you believe that it was twenty dollars. When you believe in something, you give it power. If I believe this $20 is worth $20, it can buy me $20 worth of items. Because that's what you believe. That's what you were taught. So because you were subconsciously taught something, and because you see it being used often in the physical realm, then you were believed that, okay, this is the reality in which I see, in which if I go to the store with $20, I can buy 20 items that cost $1. But who is to say... I know somebody right now that'll buy this empty bottle full of little water droplets for $50. And they'll call this a collectible, they'll add a description to it. You already know who it is. You know. Now, me, right? I'm a nobody. Nobody knows who I am. But I bet if I gave this to Kanye West, and then Kanye West sells this. How much you think this will go for? A lot more, probably. Why? Because he's a celebrity. You know, like you're saying, it's the perception. Um, just like with brand name stuff, you're buying the name of the brand, but not necessarily the quality or the item. So, perception. What makes celebrities? Um, drama. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, fame, money, uh, some of them, what they can do if they have a good talent, I guess. Their outreach. Belief? Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you believe somebody is powerful, wouldn't that make them powerful? But in the same sense, if I believe that somebody isn't powerful, that doesn't automatically make them not powerful. Because the majority has already uplifted them. Exactly. So when we talk about the masses of people, when you have a bunch of people to believe in something, right? Because mm -hmm. people are easily manipulated. So if you have 100 people surrounding one person at a mall, screaming this person's name, and oh my gosh, oh my gosh, everybody's going to look around like, um, excuse me, who, who is this? Right? You got your people that's not going to care. And continue to go shopping in the mall but i'm pretty sure that crowd is going to grow past 100 people by the end of the day yeah people got i've seen i think i've seen like that happen like some guy paid a crowd to pretend he was famous or something and then the crowd grew to like regular people who just thought he was famous because other people thought he was famous so it's interesting mm -hmm. and that's why i say belief is is power and you can even tie that to religion, right? 
for any person that believes in a set religion, your belief is what gives that religion power, right? But just because, right, that when people, you got people out here that don't believe, right, in religion, doesn't mean that they are, that they should be in a space where they don't, they are excluded from the topic of religion because in some way, shape, or form, there's always a belief somewhere. If that makes sense, for instance, I'm gonna just say like God. You got people out there that believe in God, people that don't believe in God, but that still ties them into the topic of religion because no belief is still a belief. And whether, where you place that energy of belief, whether it's in yourself, gives you power. I had a moment not too long ago where I was talking to my best friend and I told my best friend that I believe in myself. And when I believe in myself, I give myself a lot of power. And when I continue to believe myself, the stronger the belief in myself, the more powerful I feel. And then when I go out and exert this energy into the world, when I am genuine, when I am empathetic, when I am sincere about my intentions, everybody around me grasps that. And when they grasp that, they want to then help me bid them believe in my dream when I tell them I want to be a clinical psychologist in human development automatically there's belief because they see good and they want to uplift and encourage good and because I feel that upliftment and encouragement that gives me power because I got people that believe in me which makes me even that much more powerful it's crazy where how powerful your mind is and that's only one aspect of it. What you think? Um, I'm going to ask you this. Do you believe in yourself? <laughs> uh, sometimes, I guess. Like, I've had my ups and downs where I was more sure or more confident in myself and my abilities. Um... I remember one time, I'm not religious, I don't really believe in God or anything, so one time I just prayed to myself, like my subconscious being, because I feel like I used to have this theory that there's not one God, it's just everybody has this kind of protector or guardian angel or something that helps them navigate life, mm -hmm. but they're not a God because they can't stop bad things the only reason or the only way I could explain why shitty things happen good people um, it's just that they're trying to help you navigate life so like when I was doing that when I was uh, practicing that I inherently would calm myself down enough to get clarity and then because that happened it became a cycle where I thought it was because I was praying to this subconscious that I was getting better or was finding out what I needed to find out. But it's just because I was believing that and I was somehow getting clarity from the peace and calmness that I brought myself. So yeah, it's all it's all in the head. Like it's all in the brain, the mind. Perception is a powerful thing. You know, even you see it with like placebo pills and the placebo effect. Like if somebody tells you the sugar pill is gonna do this or that and then your mind is powerful enough to like manifest those effects so that's cool yeah 
you know i'm glad that you said what you said especially touching on the the peace and you said the clarity that you got because i that's what i want to that's what i want that's my goal to give people peace clarity when you are content with where you at when you're at the center point of all your emotions is when you have easy access to all of your emotions you know when people say they want to be happy for the rest of their lives and they want to be like you know they don't want to be sad angry depressed like that's still an emotion that you can't you know run away from in a sense you just got to be grateful and accept that that's an emotion that you're going to feel you know and when you're instead of trying to run away from having those emotions embrace it be happy that you're feeling this emotion because i know everybody here has had a song in their head and they tried really really hard to get it out of their head but the more they tried not to it just kept on going over and over and over again until you just stopped thinking about it or until you accepted it and actually sung the song until the end and then it just stopped playing because your mind focused on another task it's it's crazy like you said how the mind works perception is indeed everything there was something that you touched on that I wanted to bring up that was a really really good point what the placebo effect no 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 it was before that it was before that I didn't need those thoughts yes <laughs> boom there we go you heard of the yin and yang concept kind of yeah you feel me before before I found God you could say I used to be a huge philosopher so you know I used to read all types of books stoicism everything and then I started getting into different religions Buddhism Taoism you know what I'm saying a whole bunch of Hinduism Judaism you know what I'm saying I really was like doing research watching YouTube videos watching TED talks watching uh, personal testimonials about each of the religions and each religion have their has their own end goal right and what they want but they all align with you know having a a life you know that's fairly positive you know it's telling you good things I call all religions all religious texts a philosophy that's all the Bible is the Torah you know whatever religious you know text in a book philosophy on how to live your life so when you come back to the yin and yang concept is something that I adopted it's knowing that life has both good and bad you've seen the beauty of the world right but you also have seen some ugly parts of the world yep you know you can't have happy without sad you know what I'm saying everything has an equal balance and that's with anything that is created. You can't have rich without the poor, you know, because if everybody was happy, well, there's still going to be somebody that's saying, well, you're less happy than everybody else. Well, you're a little too happy than everybody else. You know what I'm saying? If you have the same of something, then it's it doesn't exist. You know, you know, you, you get what I'm trying to say? Kind of. Like, I can, it sounds like, um, racking and stacking this like the same level of things like just because you can't find something to compare it to so mm -hmm. you have to make it out to be different levels like more or less I guess 
Human nature. Human nature. Oh my goodness. Human nature. I feel like a lot of negativity comes from the under lack of understanding of human nature. I love humans. I really do. No matter how bad and messed up they are. I want to listen to everybody's story. From the psychopaths to the inconsiderate to the unempathetic. Everybody has their story. There's a reasoning for everything. And just because somebody's done something bad does that mean does not mean that they should be discredited. But I felt as if, you know, depending on how you look at life, right? Can't have life without death. Pretty sure it's quoted by somebody somewhere that death is a part of life. So praying to God and hoping that somebody's not gonna die is not gonna save them from dying because at the end of the day, that's how it was that's how life was made to be you know praying that i hit the lottery is not gonna make you win the lottery you know what i'm saying a lot of people think that religion can give them yeah it's not because at the end of the day for those who you know are religious you know you know how many times god hit the fact in the bible you know how many God you know how many times God hit like the factory reset on the planet? I only know about the one time. He like you know, Noah's Ark. Flooded the earth, right? Yeah, that's all I know. Killed everybody on the earth, right? Right. You know, I don't think God gonna <laughs> So I don't think, you know, just by praying and saying, Hey, can you save this one person? Like, you know, you got gang violence, stuff like that, you got you know, if you typical story, you know, you got people out in the streets and gangs, and you got the mothers at home praying that their sons come back home alive and end up dead in the news. Prayers can't save people because at the end of the day, this world was created with knowledge and information. People are situations happen to people for reasons, and. It doesn't even have to be related to any type of religion. Some people call it spiritual. Some people talk about the universe. You know, people follow numbers, all, all types of signs, you know, and what they believe in. And ultimately, the goal is to make sure that it does not matter what you believe in, but the goal is to then find clarity within yourself to be accepting of others and be understanding so that everybody can live a better life. But understand that not everybody can be saved. You have your leaders in this world and you have your followers, right? You got your business owners and then you have your workers. You can't have businesses without consumers. If you convince everybody in this world to become a, a, a business owner, how are you gonna have a business if you have no consumers? You know, everybody wants to talk about, you know, becoming an investor, becoming an entrepreneur, but not everybody can do that. You need people to do. I can't do that. Huh? I can't do that. You know, and there shouldn't be any pressure on somebody telling you that you have to. Right. You know, I really want you to make sure that, you know, if you want, if you know that a, a, a luxurious lifestyle for you is making 30K a year, hey, 30k a year is your, that's you you know people need to learn that you know the goal is not to make 100k a year because that's when you become a slave to money it's when money controls you no 
because I know people that live lavishly off 20, 25, 30K a year, like minimum wage. But yeah, they still know how to bandage and budget their money. They know how to spend their money. They know what to cut back on. The more money you make, the more luxuries you can have. Yes, but that's that's what they are. Temporary feelings that everybody yeah. chase after. Because that's what social media pushes out. Mm-hmm. When you see false propaganda on social media, then your mind starts to believe that. That's why you have toxic culture. Because it's being seen so much that that's what people are starting to believe. Yeah, honestly, like, there's this one period of my life that I went through um, where I was not on social media. Like, well, I still use Reddit. I love Reddit. All the cat dog videos. Reddit is undefeated. Yeah, but I used to be on Twitter, like, heavy. And Twitter is one of the most toxic cesspools. Like, people just be arguing just to argue. And they're talking about stuff that no one talks about in real life they're arguing about it no one cares about that stuff in real life and i got off of that and i tell you like i'd be listening to ted talks and at some point i found this piece where like i wasn't judging people i wasn't trying to fight people i was trying to understand where they came from even like people who I would say are in the wrong, you know, like screwed up people, like races and whatever, you know, like that. Um, But I wasn't judging them harshly, you know, just being compassionate. It feels good to be compassionate and it's easy and it's like a weight off your heart, honestly. Like if you can get off social media, even try for a month, like it's amazing. It's awesome. Well, thank you, computer. (laughs) (laughs) But when I, I, I'm doing that right now it's crazy it's been I think I deleted all my social media besides my business account um, on Instagram when you deleted social media where'd you dedicate and reallocate all that information uh, energy to because I'm pretty sure you were still on your phone and you had the habit sometimes to open up Twitter you know, it'd be like, ah, oh, shoot, like I deleted it. So where did all that extra energy go? Reddit. <laughs> 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 like, so even with like Reddit and Instagram, what I did was I let myself off the hook. Like I realized if there was stuff coming in on my feed that I didn't like, or that made me compare myself to other people or made me feel sh- bad. Can I cuss on you? I think I did. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it again. (laughs) That made me feel bad. Like, I just unfollowed them. Or I made a whole new Finsta, and it's just full of cats, dogs, tiny homes, and vacation spots. And it's, like, a lot better when you don't make yourself feel bad for needing to do that. Like, jealousy, envy, it's all, like, normal emotions, but you don't have to constantly shove stuff down your throat that make you feel that way just to try and tell yourself that you're not supposed to feel that way or try to wean yourself off of it like if it's bothering you just get rid of it so yeah I went on reddit I was on reddit or I started listening to podcasts I was reading again I loved reading but you know I don't know over time like I just didn't read anymore so 
just find different and better things to direct your energy towards i guess honestly see for those of y'all who are really keeping up with this podcast i really want y'all to know that what i talk about is so real and no matter who i bring on as a guest a topic from my previous podcast is going to pop up so when you said that you created a whole new finsta (laughs) cats dogs tiny homes vacation spots you created a world where you put all these things in it and you live in that world with no issues whatsoever yeah i just made a space for myself that was comfortable like i didn't have to think too much so and so what i talked about in my labs podcast was to take control of the world that you create yourself why are you constantly putting into this world that you create negative things why are you outsourcing negative things negative information even just things that don't even concern you into your world causing you distress because no matter what it's your life it's your world you're doing it to yourself yeah i mean like it's easy well i don't want to say it's easy but it's worth it to let go of things that don't make you feel good sometimes it's hard yeah i get that but some like other things are easier to do than others and if you can start small start small but yeah even like on twitter so i don't really tweet anymore but i lurk a lot because i love twitter it's drama and i love drama but (laughs) like sometimes i'll go on there and it's the same arguments and sometimes i'll start reading the comments and i'm scrolling and people are fighting then i'm getting angsty because like i want to tweet but i don't tweet anymore because you know i'm cool like that just kidding I don't tweet anymore, so I'm just, like, wishing that I could say something, and it's probably something mean to this person. And then, all of a sudden, I just get back at myself, and I'm like, this isn't my fight. And I just exit. And it's that easy. Like, it feels so much better to just let go and give it up. So. Because I promise you, by the time you see that next post, you done already forgot what that comment said. Right. I feel like when you try and voice your opinion on the internet, it's a waste of time. It's just going to be faced with backlash. Always, 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 always. And then no one really cares. It's like the internet. Like, you don't know these people. They don't know you. You're never going to see them, probably. So, why bother? Nine times out of ten, you're in your own room, in your house, tweeting or making these comments and just like, you know, communicating how you feel on the internet the moment you step outside is the moment like all that just goes away because now you're in the real world the internet is the metaverse it's the pre-metaverse because the moment you hop on tiktok is the moment your whole world ceases to exist because you're now on the internet tiktok is toxic ah love tiktok oh i could just sit and watch videos for hours on I hate TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about it. Like, I don't know. Honestly, I just want to run away from it all. Sometimes I just feel like it would be easier if I could just become a hermit. Like, sometimes there's this, like, little phone they they would advertise, and you don't have all those apps that smartphones have. And 
I was gonna buy it. I'm just like, why don't I just not use the app? No, not the flip phone. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like they had those, but then this company comes out with this phone. I mean, I guess it's smart, but it's kind of silly. But there's nothing on it except you can text your closest like friends or contacts or whatever and you can call and that's it there's no internet nothing but i mean i could just go out and get a sidekick phone honestly but i wasn't gonna do that i like my (laughs) smartphone (laughs) but yeah see judging by the iphone the blue the blue text bubbles means a lot yes (laughs) i'm sorry i need to play somebody in iMessage games who needs that work (laughs) like See me in archery. Archery? Oh, I like <laughs> archery. <laughs> Archery's my thing. Love it. But nah, when you go on social media and you see all the negativity, like we were talking about before, like Kevin Samuels and Fresh and Fit, I think that's what it's called, Fresh and Fit Podcast, you know, and a whole bunch of these alpha channels. It's like the only reason why these people have so much fame is because there's so much belief in what they talk about not saying that it's right or wrong but it's the belief and when people perceive it to be correct this is how you're supposed to treat women yes i believe this therefore you continue to watch it therefore you continue to empower them to continue to produce that type of content now if you see people you know that are producing love and genuosity and learning how to be a better version of yourself that's not mainstream right now who controls mainstream the people that want you to believe oh hold up oh snap somebody 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 quote that <laughs> who controls mainstream the people that want you to believe come on what in, i mean in all honesty it's sensationalism that sells like it's the drama that sells the controversy so that's why all those like the negative aspects are always pushed through a filter and it comes out on top because that's what's gonna get traffic and it sucks you gotta do extra work to like get past that and get to a better place but yeah relationships Relationships, 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 relationships. Difficult. (laughs) (laughs) I will tell you, like, a lot of the stuff you're seeing on social media is so far off real life. And it feels like, because the kind of people that propagate those ideas, they sound like the majority. But in all actuality, it's not that many of them. But they're just very loud. So it's hard to filter it out. And it's weird to see because a lot of people become like their Twitter personas and it's so uncomfortable and so cringe. Like the way that they're always asking for money on social media and then when you see it happening on real life, it's just like, are you okay? Like, is that, do you feel like that's okay? So I don't know, sometimes you just gotta turn it off and build your own personality off other people especially famous people we're not on that level i'm a regular person i'll say i'm not on that level shout out to all my regular people (laughs) (laughs) nah that like honestly 
when you focus on the type of person that you want to be see a lot of anguish comes from people that don't feel comfortable being themselves Mm -hmm. so the more you try and be somebody you're not is the more you start to struggle with yourself is when you start to realize that a lot of things aren't going your way right is when you feel like the moment you feel like you have to not do something that you want to do because you're in a group and you want to try and impress people or you're trying to like you believe in other people's opinions that's why you don't do certain things right you you're you fear con- being condemned or being talked about right but it's when you surround yourself in an environment when you can do whatever it is that you want will ultimately give you the satisfaction you need because then you can assess for yourself all right this is me i want to i want to run right now i want to jump i want to scream and shout and be excited like that's that's what i like to do when i you know so then you go do it and then you're just like you look around he's like oh maybe that was a little too much all right maybe i gotta tone it down a little bit but you're all doing that because you're trying to self-regulate yourself not because you're trying to impress people but you see that you know the image in which you want to conduct yourself right and how you want other people to perceive you man i feel like that's contradictory you work on yourself yeah you work on yourself because you want people to perceive you a certain way yeah but that doesn't mean that you care about their opinion because ultimately when you be yourself the people that will gravitate to your personality is the one that you need to surround yourself with yeah if i mean if you don't care about people's opinion then i don't think you'll work towards any one way to alter how they perceive you and you know again shout out to reddit (laughs) (laughs) i just read this quote it was like this guy was dancing at this festival he was the only one dancing i mean he was having the time of his freaking life man and then someone in the comments said in a world where everyone is taken be yourself and i'm just like Mm. yeah yeah there is like magic in living authentically like because it's so easy you don't have to worry about being with the trend or the times or showing up as this person it's it's freeing honestly be yourself when did you or if you have when you had that self-realization moment or self-awareness moment like this is who i am and i'm proud I don't think I'm there, but thank you for thinking that I am. <laughs> yeah, like it's uh, it's constantly just like a little battle or like movement towards breaking down um caring so much about other people's opinions. Like people will tell you that I'm very eccentric and pretty much myself most of the time, but at the same time like there's still this nagging at the back so i try little by little to show up for myself and to show up authentically it takes work it's not easy because mm-hmm. i mean society tells you to be one way and then sometimes you're ostracized if you're not so i don't know it's just how much you care about you know living for yourself i guess yeah what's your network look like my network yeah who do you surround yourself with oh I don't know. Um, I don't know. I have a very small circle. Um, ambitious people, I guess. Um, usually I gravitate towards people who are mentally ill like me, unfortunately. But the thing about it is we're all trying to be better. So that's not bad. 
Um, but yeah, ambitious people, people who are trying to grow, people in their spirituality, stuff like that, I think, yeah. Hmm. Which is important, because whoever you're around all the time, like, eventually, they're going to start wearing on you. Like, they're going to start rubbing off on you. That energy. Yeah, if you're trying to grow and someone's holding you back, you're not going to move upwards unless you let go of them or they start growing with you. So, that's important. Birds of a feather flock together. Mm. You know what? Um, Spirituality. It's a it's a it's a it's a belief talked about that isn't specified, and I'm uh, it hurts sometimes because I'm spiritual, but I get specific with it. Right? People claim to be spiritual. Like the thing about beliefs is supposed to help empower you, but when you claim to be spiritual and have that not be incorporated in any aspect, way, shape, or form into your life, it's like what's the point? Why are you claiming to be spiritual and yet, you know, when people gravitate towards um zodiac signs they're like oh i'm a i don't know i'm a tourist tread lightly uh. okay look, 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 look. <laughs> <laughs> hear me out hear me out right with zodiac say and look you can also you can also shine light on this too why is it that with zodiac signs negative emotions come from it or like negative connotations come from it because first of all let me just say the increase in astrology like the people who find interest in astrology is probably due to this mad race to try and figure out oneself like that's say that say that again (laughs) say that again oh i'm sweating say that again oh my gosh okay i'll say it again um it's the increase um of popularity with zodiac symbols zodiac signs astrology all that is probably because people want to figure out themselves a lot more like and then on top of that the negativity that comes from it i see it most on social media then it bleeds out into real life where people are joking about it but i feel like it's because something that women really hopped on like and they're really excelling in it it's being beaten back by a patriarchal society i'm not gonna lie go ahead go ahead talk what they find comforting or popular it's being torn down because it's such a female dominated thing it is and then like there's sometimes where people like oh i'm such a taurus or whatever like the important thing, like people who really value astrology are not going to use it to excuse their behavior, but rather to take a deeper look inside themselves and begin like a journey of getting better or like healing. So not to use it as an excuse, but as a guidepost, I guess. That's why I love astrology. Astrology, psychology, love those things. Mm. You know, I'm not going to hold you. Somebody quote everything she just said in like the last like four minutes, because what you just said was straight fire. You really know what you're talking about, and I'm glad to have you on the guest on my podcast to share that information. Thank you. Because it's it you know everything that you said is true. You know it's a guidepost. Everything that you know you believe in should be a guidepost in order to help you become a better version of yourself, even if that means going into self isolation. You got to find what traits 
you like about yourself and what you don't like about yourself and work on it when it comes to a personality trait and that's where trauma comes in in identifying you know your history look at your mother look at your father look at your grandparents look at your uncles and your aunts and cousins and see how everybody acts if you like you know i used to be very emotional on social media i used to rant i used to throw blams on them that was a whole thing back in the day blams what's that blams no throwing blams is like throwing shade oh so it's like california (laughs) 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 so it's kind of like boom you uh you 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 say something about me right Mm -hmm. you say i don't know um i'm too happy all the time and you know being happy is stupid right and that means he's stupid so basically in a sense you're calling me stupid right but then the person who that told you told that to right then tells me but we all follow each other on social media right i'll post on social media "Mm, so i'm stupid now all right bet you're getting cut off oh (laughs) basically basically that's so toxic (laughs) like people should just start going at each other you know but it's hard it's uncomfortable i get it very much so uncomfortable communication is so uncomfortable it really is it's freaking hard but telling somebody no can be so rewarding freeing you know what i'm saying and it all comes from being comfortable with yourself first and showing up for yourself Mm -hmm. like don't betray yourself by doing stuff you don't want to do i'm sorry who might feel some type of way about this but i gotta say it right you've been hurt in the past you've been through a lot of trauma you've experienced a lot of things you know what depression and anxiety feels like if you see somebody going through depression going through anxiety get into a relationship with them or anything of that sort you trying to help them is actually causing them more harm you can't save everybody stop trying to be nice like honestly it's more like helping them like you can't fix them okay you 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 have to take that pressure off yourself and make sure they don't put that pressure on you because it's up to them i mean you can be there for them when they're going through stuff like you can listen to them vent or like you don't necessarily always have to be offering solutions maybe you just need to be a hug or maybe you just need to be an ear so sometimes it's just about being there because you can't fix people the only thing you can control is you and your actions and you gotta hold that and remember that so i remember during the second and third peak of my depression i was very mentally ill i was emotionally unstable very controlling had anxiety and depression and i used to manipulate people once I started to identify and start working on those traits in myself 
and I stopped using my traumas as a crutch to make an excuse for the bad things that I used to do, then I started to realize that the people who also were mentally ill like me started to fade away. Those people started to leave my life. And I cared about these people a lot, but then I ultimately came to the realization that I can't keep these people around me if they're always gonna, you know. Trying to change. Exactly. I wanna do better for myself. And I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I try and bring these people with me, but you know, once I made it out the tunnel is when the person that kept on talking to me about, you know, the same thing of the same day over and over and over again. I don't know why this person keeps on doing this to me day after day after day. I just sit here and I'd be like, I can't listen to this no more. Yeah. I care that. about you, I love you, but you know, just listening to you, like letting this person do this to you when you have when you have awareness and control of this situation. I can't do this to myself. Yeah, like don't feel bad for walking away. Sometimes you have to walk away. Even in relationships, friendships, whatever it is, if that person's not trying to change, eventually it's going to start draining you. It's going to turn into resentment for them and for yourself and time's just going to go by and when it's all done, then you're just going to it's going to feel bad. So, don't feel guilty for having to walk away. Cuz at the end of the day, you're protecting yourself. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to the world that you created for yourself. Ooh, when you believe in depression, it gives depression power. I'm not saying don't believe in depression. Yeah, like there's a uh, being depressed, and then there's like clinical depression in which you actually need like help, like you need meds for that, for the dopamine, the serotonin, your brain synapses, whatever. But then sometimes, like, on top of that, I really think you should try, um, like, other things. Like, sometimes I get nervous talking to people about, um, you know, like, meditating or working out more or just trying to do more on top of the meds because they think it's, like, you know, psychobabble or whatever. Hmm. But I feel like it really helps, like doing little tasks and getting that dopamine rush like i'm not saying depression is going to be cured by running every day and just thinking happily sometimes you need meds that's fine but on top of that there's other things that you can do for yourself to pull yourself out of a hole so yeah i say time and work ethic because i would say a lot of people that have some type of depression don't have a direction in what is your purpose? A lot of times you're going to get hit with, I don't know, right? You've had everything, you've had a family, you know, and then you lost it. What's your direction then? You know, some people lose the sight of themselves, you know, being overly invested into a relationship, and then you come out not knowing what you want to do, who you are, you know, the type of person that you become. Your friends are like, bro, I don't even know you anymore. Who are you? Like, this isn't you. Then you're just like, well, who am I? And that's when you have to sit down and then, know really self-reflect and start to then dissect yourself ask yourself these tough questions and then take the time to go out and try new things get back into your old habits yeah it's all about rediscovering yourself i guess and it's so fun you know it's nice to just go into those corners of yourself and figuring out what you like to do or what you're into and 
type of person you are. Oh, yeah. No matter what you do, there's always going to be somebody right next to you that's also interested in that thing. You don't know how many times I done went out and did photography and had people stop by and be like, oh my gosh, what camera are you shooting with? Do you have an Instagram page? So on and so forth. You know, if you like to go to the beach, you see a whole bunch of people on the beach. You see kite flying. There's, you know, a whole bunch of, you know, stargazing, you know. There's a whole bunch of things. So if you're into something and you go out and do something, find people that are equally as interested and nine times out of ten if you just look up off your phone and look around you nine times out of ten they're standing next to you when you have something in common with somebody it makes the conversation a lot easier to have Mm -hmm. that's how we met (laughs) (laughs) that's true and like you gotta recognize like there's a cycle that comes with depression and um, it's like you get into this rut and then the rut makes you not want to do anything like you don't want to get up you don't want to socialize you don't want to exercise and in turn it just makes it worse and the hardest part is starting but once you start you keep going and you don't have to set grand goals like when I was running I used to love running uh, maybe I still do but sometimes <laughs> I'd be running for like an hour at a time and then the next day I was like I don't want to run because I don't think I can do half an hour but sometimes maybe you can only do five minutes maybe you can do two minutes as long as you can get up and do something it's better than doing nothing at all it's really important shout out Nike Run Club (laughs) (laughs) see look at that you're part of a whole run club what it's like a really nice app is it like a social media type of thing um not really i mean you could add friends and then you can see how they run oh, you can it's one compete of the, gotcha. you can share each other on so it's nice but you just got like you can do guided runs and this coach is just talking you through it very motivating hell yeah i remember when fitbit came out yeah. my whole entire family got a fitbit so I was like, all right, bet. I'm competitive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very competitive. So they all used to um, race for steps and create weekly challenges. Yeah. And for some odd reason, my aunt always had something ridiculous, like 20,000 steps in a day. She up and I'm over here just like, how is she doing this? <laughs> and then I started getting into track. And I used to purposely put my Fitbit on, make sure that thing was fully charged. And after I get done with practice, I'll look at my Fitbit, go to the app, and see I'll be at the number one spot. I'll be like, yeah, I did that. Then she beat you. Then she, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here at the end of the day, like, I just ran track. And on top of that, I'm in high school. Like, I'm walking all the time, every day. Like, how are you doing this? Motivation. All my competitive, out, my all my competitive people out there, go do something. Make get competitive. Go exert that. That's a talent. That's a that's a talented trait. If you can feel challenged by somebody to get motivated to do better, subconsciously be like, yeah, I'm better than you. And then you get beat. Then you're just like, well, shoot. Now I gotta go ten times harder because I gotta be the best now. But don't make it like negative. Because oh, no. you know, competitive competition sometimes brings out the worst in people. And like. 
the way to have like good and healthy and happy competition is to let yourself off the hook. I'm always saying that. I love the idea of just taking pressure off yourself and just having fun with it, you know? So, yeah. That's factual. Damn, this was a, this is a nice conversation. <laughs> we, we touched on a lot of topics. Man, belief. Believing in something and perception is everything because power the way power is delegated in this world it's not fair most people could say amen (laughs) but when you have control over a lot of people and you tell these people to believe in certain things that which make that entity powerful or that item or that thing powerful you know news for instance people say don't watch cnn because it's not credible but then again you got a uh, over you know half a million people if not more than you know three four five six million people watching cnn well cnn is going to keep being a news outlet because that's what people believe and that's what gives it power but when you pull right so many people like for instance people talk about you know false news and propaganda create your own news station bring in credible sources and then over time let people find out that you're giving out credible sources nine times out of ten all news sources in some way shape or form are biased mm-hmm. you have your non-biased still kind of biased sometimes sometimes but you know just let time take its course and people are going to find the content that you're producing is credible and it's actually non-biased you know forward progression type thinking is very unpopular because people like to complain but mm-hmm. not take action believe in the process because the process is indeed powerful did I do a good job trying to tie that in I think so (laughs) I would say that (laughs) I liked it bet well I feel like this was a good episode I hope y'all take great value did you want to plug in any of your social media or anything like that like no. <laughs> oh, social media like that. But actually, my friend, she just, she has her own business now called Nova Glow. She's making like, um, like you know those sculptures that glow that you can hang on your wall. It could be like words or pictures. Oh yeah. So she's planning on doing that. And one day, just for her, I'm gonna make a viral TikTok so I can get a bunch of followers so I can start promoting her products. So, As yeah, Nova Glow. <laughs> spell it spell it out for the people. N O V A G L O Nova Glow. Ooh. <laughs> Sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bet. Well, with that being said, it's going to conclude this episode of Hansie's Growth, and I will see y'all next time. Bye.